This show is brought to you by Female Alliance Media, by women, for women. Welcome back to the Confident Teen Podcast. It has been my deepest intention over the past four years on my own journey to provide value and to help support other souls, especially teens. I am a mama of two, a wife, a certified teacher, and a holistic health coach. I believe in the power of sharing our stories and our lessons to help support others. I also believe confidence is deeply rooted within us all. We have just forgotten how to access it. My hope is that you know, adult or teen, that you are worthy, you are capable, and your potential is limitless. I am so grateful to have you here. Welcome back to the Confident Teen Podcast. I am so grateful to have you here and so grateful to be saying that. The journey on the Imperfect Creatrix podcast was nothing short of incredible, and I I truly will take time um, soon to record an episode about this transition, this change, this rebrand that has happened here at the podcast, and you know just my thoughts about everything and uh, and how it came to be. Um, but yeah, very very excited to finally be saying that and. You know, just knowing that as I make this transition, I still had a lot of guests lined up and I still wanted to be able to have these meaningful conversations with these people. I know that there are reasons far beyond what I I could even possibly imagine, like reasons that I connected with them and messages that they are meant to share. So I truly believe that, you know, no matter what your age, these conversations can be so incredibly powerful and meaningful to so many people and they can really help us. Learning from others is is really truly why I created this podcast. So with that, I am so excited to share Laura Lorenz with you. So I reached out to Laura and asked her if she would like to have a conversation with me and it did. It felt so aligned. So she said yes and actually had me as a guest on her podcast, Empowered Essence, which you can check out after the show. So Laura is an energy weaver and activator. She also helps ambitious women build soul-led businesses without feeling burnt out. So again, I know that you're really going to enjoy this conversation and just make sure you check out her and her podcast after the show. Share our conversation if you feel called and yeah. Thank you so much for being here. If you've been here since the beginning or even partway through, thank you. I really appreciate you. All right. Welcome back to another episode of Empowered Essence. I am so excited to be doing another guest episode. I've been doing a lot of solo episodes lately and they have been lighting me up, but now I am back into a few guest episodes. And today with me, I've got Christy Simmons, and I'm so excited to welcome her to the podcast. I'm going to introduce you by just sharing your bio quick. So Christy is a wife, a mom of two, Hendrix and Beatrix. Um, after birth, her son in after, after the birth of her son in 2020, she began imperfectly creating change in her life. 
These changes, although for a better life, were met with many challenges along the way. Looking back, it is clear that the breakdowns she faced were necessary to reveal the breakthroughs that continued to help her on her journey towards living in alignment with what her soul truly desires and to inspire others to do the same. As a certified bilingual teacher for the last 12 years, she is beginning to truly embody what she is really passionate about teaching and sharing, healing our body, mind, and soul with practices that allow us to truly come home to our most authentic self. I love that. So welcome, Christy, to the podcast. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I was just thinking in my head, even just being a podcast host, I think that for me has been the most rewarding part. This past year, I was telling you I've been podcasting for just about a year now. And it's those connections. It's the connections that I have been able to make with other people that have just truly like lit my soul on fire this past year. You know, you learn so much from from others and from the lessons that they are thankfully so open to sharing. So anyways, I appreciate you having me here. Yeah, of course. I know that, you know, we often have these feelings of change or transformation in our lives and it's like that soul awakening feeling and to know that there are other people that are going through similar things having similar thoughts building businesses or having these passion projects or whatever it is that we're feeling called to do it's just so beautiful to be able to talk to people that are doing the same things so um this is great and I feel like you know, this is actually the first conversation we've had. Christy had reached out to me about being on the podcast and just hearing her voice. I was like, yeah, she's aligned. This is perfect. I'm so excited to have her on. And I think just reading your bio and and knowing what I do know about you, um, it feels like motherhood was like a real springboard for you in terms of this self-discovery, this really finding your passions, like tell us, tell us a little bit about your story and your journey to getting here now. Yes, absolutely. Honestly, I've become so passionate about sharing it, which wasn't necessarily the case in the beginning. I feel like it was something that I was still, I still felt a lot of shame around. And I think the most important lesson that I have learned over the last three years is just how much I have been able to heal myself just by showing up for the things, like I said, that really light my soul on fire. So constantly asking myself, you know, what is it that I truly desire for myself in my life? And I believe that that's, that was truly what was holding me back before I became a mom. I had this tendency to follow other people and the things that I thought that I should be doing to please others And ultimately I was living in this same like cyclical pattern that just wasn't sustainable anymore. And that just also wasn't helping me to be the best version of myself that I could possibly be. Um, So to go back three years ago, uh, before I had my son Hendrix in the year 2020, um, I've been a teacher for 12 years now. So I was teaching every day and basically not taking the best care of myself and my body. After work, I was always feeling overwhelmed, stressed, burnt out. I wasn't super happy with myself or the way that my life was going. And I did consume quite a bit of alcohol. I definitely had some addictive patterns um, back then. And uh, once I finally met my husband, my life started to shift. So when I say breakdown to breakthrough, It wasn't like it necessarily happened to me all at once. Like this was over the course of three years. 
And so when we got pregnant with my son, I felt like that first small shift, like something needed to change in my life. And I knew that that something was me, but I didn't even know where to start, like where to begin. It felt like kind of everything was crumbling around me. And then I became a mom for the first time. And I just, I felt like that overwhelming, like joy and love. And I just knew I wanted to show up better in my life for him. So I slowly started to create change in my life imperfectly. I always talk about imperfectly creating change because I really believe it's that imperfect consistency that really gets us to where we want to be. Um, and so it started more like externally based. I was really focused on my nutrition, walking every day, just really, you know, embodying somebody who physically from the exterior would look healthy, fit, all the things. And so um, I got to a point where I was, I was truly proud of all the goals that I had accomplished. So already I was starting to build that confidence, but there was still like this ache that was coming from within. And then I got pregnant again for the second time with my daughter in 22. And that is when everything really started to come to the surface because through those two pregnancies, obviously I wasn't able to drink or I didn't have any of those other addictive patterns in my life that I had been so dependent on. Um, and so I ended up having a mental health breakdown six months into that pregnancy. And that's probably when the biggest shift came for me. Uh, I knew that I really started to, I, I really needed to start healing myself from the inside out. Like there was a lot of inner work that I had done and slowly but surely as I started to come back home to myself with practices that were just so restorative to my being, I feel like you know, all of those old patterns just slowly started to fall away. And then I became so passionate about sharing my journey. So that's where the podcast started. And now moving forward, I feel like this is the work that I am so passionate about teaching. So kind of transitioning from teaching in the traditional sense to more of like a holistic educator for teens and really helping support them along their journey, because that's really truly what I feel like I needed back then. So yeah. that's kind of a little bit background that's that's so beautiful I remember when I got pregnant with my actually sorry before I even got pregnant with my daughter um we had a miscarriage and and that in itself is like a, a pregnancy a birth of some sort within yourself because I was at a point very similar to you where I was completely burnt out. I had very similar tendencies and patterns to cope. And, and many of us do. Like we all um, have some sort of ways, whether it's alcohol, drugs, shopping, eating, like there's like things that we do that like these external things just to like make us feel better in the moment, but actually aren't sustainable or they don't support us in the longer term. And, and so going through like situations like that, like get us to slow down and to stop and to, you know, it, it, it rewires ourselves. Like we're rewiring, like we have like a physical being in our bodies, like our DNA is changing. Like there's so much going on when we do that. And then when they're birthed into the world, then it's like, then we're forced to change like our day-to-day -day patterns too. Like I, um, I truly believe that like becoming a mom or being pregnant just in itself like changes you at like a physical and, you know, cellular level that like you can't describe. Like it's, it is a, it is a beautiful and miraculous, magical thing that, that women go through. Yeah. I 100% can resonate with that. And I also want to add that, you know, with that and how beautiful it is, it, 
it also has been really important for me this past year to just truly, you know, allow those emotions and that grieving process to really like take place because I feel too, like in the beginning, when I first became a mom, like with my son Hendrix, I never really truly took the time to grieve who I was. I just feel like, you know, I started this process. I got the ball rolling. My journey was, you know, I was growing and I was changing and I was transforming and I was stepping into the person that I always knew that I could be. But there was also an importance. I feel like I forgot to put an importance on um, just really taking the time, you know, to to just let go and to release who I used to be, right? And to really like honor that and the lessons that I learned along the way, because a lot of, I feel the doubt and the shame and, um, or self-doubt I should say, and the shame that I had around a lot of those stories, it was it was because I never took the time to like, let it go. Yeah, that that's so, that's beautiful and profound at the same time, because you're right. There are a lot of people that don't take the time. They're like, okay, like, let's move on. Let's, let's do the things let's, you know, and then there's this, this, this gap or this period where, you know, internally things are shifting, things are moving and things haven't settled. And so when we're like pushing ourselves to kind of keep going, we end up in like burnout states or, you know, in, in depression or anxiety, all of those things start coming up. So how, like, how has your sober journey now impacted your mental health? Um, and, and how, how does life look like you've talked a little bit about how life looks differently now for you, but what, what are, what are some of like the most profound shifts that you've seen? Oh my goodness. So first of all, it's actually taking the time to slow down as you said, and then just be super proud of myself for how far I have come. I feel like that was one thing that I, I didn't do. I don't, and I still don't do this enough. I often do not take the time to just celebrate, you know, how big of an accomplishment that is for me personally, right? And it honestly, truly for my mental health has just impacted my life for the better in absolutely every area, like in every bucket, my relationship, my career, my family, just myself in general, um, everything, right? Everything got better for me once I made that transition, once I made that decision. And you know what actually came into my life um, in replacement of that, I feel, was running. Mm. Uh, so I feel like I always had this connection and I always felt like I wanted to be a runner. Like whenever I would see a runner, I was like, oh, I wish I could run like that. Or I wish I was a runner. I really wanted to identify myself as a runner. Not that I think that we need to put anything, any labels on ourselves, but I wanted to be identified as a runner. Felt that way often, but also, you know, waking up feeling hungover and or also not waking up, you know, till later in the afternoon. Like it's just, it's not a lifestyle that you can sustain if you want to to run. So when I had my my two children, I feel like that was something that really helped me mentally was shifting from walking into running. And I started running races um, with my daughter and my son. Like I would push them in the stroller in some of these races, which was really, really cool that I was able to experience that and do that with them. And actually, fun fact, I ran um, until I was 38, 38 weeks pregnant, I think, with my daughter. 
So that was pretty cool accomplishment as well. But honestly, I feel like I said, running came into the picture because I released something else. Mm-hmm. And because I still run, I feel like that is like, that has been the key to me to like sustaining the success that I've been able to have by, uh, by staying sober. So yeah, running saved me. Running keeps me mentally clear and it just keeps me mentally happy yeah I don't feel at all like I ever will need any alcohol ever again to yeah just to make my my way through every day yeah that's that's incredible I I say that a lot to my clients as well is anytime you like anytime you're doing some sort of healing work um whether it's energetic healing emotional healing anything in your life you're you're removing something you're shedding something like even even your identity that you were talking about like you are you are shedding an identity so when you're going through those processes, we need to replace them with something, because if, if you don't replace it with something, if you don't fill it with something, then either that same thing comes back or other bad patterns or behaviors or thoughts or whatever like comes comes in that place. So I love that you were able to, to replace it with running. That's such a powerful, powerful message to people. Um, and I think like just a lot more people are becoming sober curious these days like I like I know and and maybe I'm just surrounded a lot by it because um you know I'm in my 30s and a lot of my friends are moms and you know the idea of going out drinking and then being hung over the next day is not fun with little kids um but I think it's something that that a lot more people are starting to explore. And I think that this is a very empowering story for for other people to to hear and and to understand. I know it's something that I've personally been um, on a journey with myself. You know, I did not have a great relationship with alcohol in my late teens, early 20s. And, and motherhood was that break from it to see that I can be fun, that I, you know, like what were some of the stories that you told yourself like before making that decision to cut out alcohol? Cause I know I have stories around not being fun and you know, what would my husband and I do if we couldn't go to craft breweries together, that kind of stuff. Oh my gosh. 100%. To be honest with you, I, I do feel like, you know, there have been some shifts in some of the people maybe that I spend time with, but also when you start to focus on the things that really light you up and the things that you want to call into your life to really like level up and be the best version of yourself that you can be, you know, you're just, those changes are obviously going to change other areas too, right? It's just an extension and obviously things are going to, yeah, kind of just move in the same direction as you. But that was definitely a huge story that I was telling myself that I would, be extremely isolated and that, you know, there wouldn't be anybody else like me. And I just, I wouldn't be a part of the group. I wouldn't be like, how would I even go to, you know, a wedding or how would I actually probably the biggest one was what would I say to people? How would I explain why um, I wasn't drinking anymore or why I didn't want to have one? I was so worried about the other person. Mm -hmm. And that really, you know, truly shifted my focus as well, right? Why am I so worried about other people? Uh, I should be worried about myself. The fact that I needed to make this decision for myself, you know, that's that's enough of an answer. I don't need to give anybody an answer. It's just simply, I don't drink, Yeah. right? And if they do, that's okay too. There's no judgment there because I don't know your story, right? 
not everybody, you know, has a problem with alcohol. So yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's, and it's even not like, I find for me, um, like even today, like, I, I feel like it's not necessarily like a problem. Like there are people that are choosing it to just like for mental clarity or, you know, noticing that they were just telling themselves these stories and I've never even enjoyed alcohol in the first place, you know, like those, those sorts of things. Um, I think the social situations too, like those are, that's always because especially, and I know that there's a lot of people that are listening to this podcast who are sensitive, empathic, very, um, bring on a lot of, um, and feel so deeply the energy around them. And we do it because we can talk easier to other people, or we do it because we think that it's going to better have better conversations. But the thing that I've personally been toying with is something that's very valuable to me or something that's very important to me is building authentic relationships with the people that I surround myself with. And I was thinking about this. It's like, well, if I'm drinking all the time when I'm in these social situations, how authentic is that relationship that I'm having with that person? Because I'm not really me, um, like fully me, because I'm kind of like standing behind something. I'm, I'm standing behind a mask of some sort is kind of what I was yeah. thinking about it. And I'm like, if, if that is so important to me, then why, why do I need to drink? If, if I really truly wanted someone to know me for me versus me while I'm drinking and, you know, the life of the party or whatever. <laughs> and I truly just, I landed myself in so many situations that I wish I could go back and change. Right. But at the same time, those, you know, those challenges that I faced were also lessons that brought me to where I am today, speaking about, you know, what I am speaking about and sharing the things that I'm passionate about, right? It's not, it's not to say that, you know, drinking necessarily is the problem. It's just, I feel like there's a lack of education around the things that we can do to best support ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this, just these messages, the things that you share on your podcast, the things that I listen to on other podcasts that are similar, that are like-minded, those are the things that I feel like I needed so badly when I was a teen. I just wonder sometimes how how much differently, you know, my life could have turned out, although I'm so very grateful for the way it has. Um, you know, it's just, you, you get curious about that. You start to question, you start to ask yourself, you start to wonder, and then you start to think, well, if I could be that person for somebody else, like imagine the freaking magic and the change that we would be able to create in the world. And I see so many people around me doing it, right? Like so many women that are so inspiring. Christine, shout out to Christine quick, but you know, just even the work that she's doing, she's starting a joy project, a community to bring more joy into the world, right? I just, I feel like there are so many things. There are so many people that have so many gifts and you know, really, truly connecting with yourself to be able to tap into that, to cultivate that. Like there are people that need you and that need the work that you do. So I feel like I, I know that that is, that's what I'm here to, to share, right? That, you know, there's just, there's a different way and choosing you is so very important. Oh, I love that. So tell us a little bit more about the work that you are doing. I know we talked a little bit about like your, your work evolving and pivoting. Like what is, what is the vision for the work that you are here bringing into the world? Yeah. So my journey, my goodness, it's been a wild ride. It started three years ago. As I said, I've been a teacher for the past 12 years. 
So coming back from these two maternity leaves and we were kind of on like virtual there for a little bit because of COVID. So I really truly haven't been back to a school setting in almost three years. So this September was my first time back at my school, but I actually made the decision this year to only go back part-time because I am currently growing my side business, which is Teach With Love. So um, I like to, you know, call myself kind of like a holistic educator for teens. And um, what I do is I offer, I do offer group tutoring services, but I also offer one-on-one -on -one programs for teens that are either needing to finish their high school credits, um, are working to finish high school or needing support through high school and beyond. Um, that are looking to, you know, really cultivate just that confidence and step into their true potential. I feel like there's just, you know, they need somebody on their team. When they have somebody on their team that believes in them and that offers them that support, I feel like it's just a game changer, especially if they're struggling. And uh, that is the person that I want to be for them. No, that's, that's powerful. I feel like, you know, the, the teacher's um, in, in the traditional school setting do their absolute best to support every single child. But we know that there are multiple kids in a class and there's only one teacher and having that person that can be that support person kind of like on a, you know, daily, weekly basis, that is, that is really beautiful and powerful. And it's really setting the stage it's setting the stage for the rest of their lives in terms of their decisions that they're making. It's such a pivotal and emotional and, you know, a lot of decisions that need to be made at that point in their, in their lives. And that's stressful. That is so stressful for a lot of kids. Yeah, 100%. And I can remember, like I can put myself back into the shoes of like my 18 year old self and, you know, just kind of feel those feelings of just, you know, really not knowing what to do, but just kind of following what everybody else said that you should. And now coming full circle, it's like, okay, yeah, I was always meant to be a teacher. Like, I know that there's a passion there. There's a love for teaching, but maybe there's just a shift in the way that I'm doing it. Right. So yeah, it's been really cool actually this year to be part-time at the school and then part-time at home um, working with the students that I have currently and watching their progress and seeing their growth. And it's just, it's been really incredible and super rewarding. So, but yeah, pivoting, kind of trying to pivot at the same time and trying to figure out by next year where I will land. So I'm really excited to see what happens. Well, that's letting your soul lead the way in life and business and all of the things. Like it's not... Everybody has this idea that, okay, my purpose, it's this one thing and it's this one path and this is the way it goes, but business, you know, navigating life, all of it is messy. It's imperfect. It's imperfect. And, and seeing the change and the transformation and listening to those nudges, like, it sounds like you really truly are listening to that nudge. Like, what does it mean to you? So this is a, I actually think this is going to be my question on my podcast when I start the podcast with everyone. So what does it mean to you to let your soul lead the way in life and business? Oh, I love this. So the first thing that's coming to mind is to embrace the unknown. Just embrace the unknown, you really have to get still and quiet with yourself and listen for that tiny whisper. So it's not like a loud voice that's yelling at you, 
it's just, it's literally a whisper, but you also have to be able to really anchor and like hold center to be able to hear it. But once you really honestly connect with that and you start following those breadcrumbs, it's just incredible the places that it will lead you, right? And I'm probably going off on a bit of a tangent here, but also one thing that I have learned that has been super powerful for me over the last year, especially as I'm transitioning from, as I said, the traditional setting, school setting into growing my own business when I have absolutely no clue what I'm doing. I've never grown a business before. I just know that I'm good at what I do. So I'm trying to put that out to the world, but yeah, I just, it's honestly, it's just really for me about recognizing that if you don't try, like, if you don't try, if you don't put yourself out there, if you don't ask the question, like the answer is always going to be a no, right? But if you, if you step up, do the thing that you need to do for yourself, if you show up for yourself, whether you know that's a perceived failure or it's a success, I feel like both are just, are so important in life. And I just, that's the way that I see it now, right? And that's the lesson that I also want to teach to my students. There are so many perceived failures that I have about my past, but now looking at it, looking back at that and looking at where I am now, like those lessons have all got me to where I am. So they were all also super important. And so were the successes I had ultimately as well. So, yeah, there's no failure in life. It's only lessons. That's something that I, yeah, that's something I truly believe. Embracing the unknown. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's so, it's so true. Like when we're oftentimes when we get these like nudges or these intuitive hits or however you want to describe it, however it feels for you, we don't know. We never have certainty that it's going to work out. But if you trust that whatever happens, happens for a lesson, a purpose, a reason, then there's like, there's, there's no wrong choice ever. Like there, there really isn't because it's all guiding us and leading us. Like, I, I truly believe that like, we can't screw up in this lifetime. <laughs> we we can't like, even if you right. do something bad um, or it, not something bad, but like, if you, if you have this failure um, quote unquote, it's always leading you to something different. It just wasn't meant to be, it wasn't meant to be that way. It's always this and something better is always coming your way. Yeah. And I wonder if you think too, that just by having that perspective and shifting your perspective that way, I feel like it just, your life feels more expansive. Mm -hmm. It doesn't feel as terrifying, right? Like fear still shows up. So does resistance. That's just part of being human, but you really do feel like you are capable of just accomplishing anything you set your mind to. You just got to go at it nice and slow. Listen to your body. Listen to, yeah, just listen to that voice. Yeah. Those rest. That's super important. Uh huh. I totally, I totally agree. The two biggest things that shifted everything for me on my journey, because I, I too am building my business alongside a corporate job, um, and and I've I started my business while I was on maternity leave, and and so I, yeah, so I, I feel everything that you're going through and experiencing. I've, I've been on this journey the last three years as well. And, um, the biggest thing for me to, well, two things. So one is like, nothing is ever a failure. I'm always learning. I'm always growing. I'm always gaining something from it. But the other thing is time. Everybody has this like pressure on time. <laughs> like it's got to happen now or in this instance, or by this time period, we've got these like 
we create these like time bound structures around when things will happen. But the thing that's like really released a lot of that pressure that you were talking about for me is just saying like, it's not about time, it's about timing. And, and the more that we can just sink into the things that we love, the things that we enjoy, the things that just light our soul on fire, it doesn't matter how much time it takes to, to reach the goals or, or do the things. It's really all about just enjoy, enjoying the journey along the way, because we can't enjoy the journey. <laughs> then, you know, then our lives are for loss, I feel like, because that's, that's the part of it. Like that's, that's the huge purpose of it is, is, is the journey along the way. I literally just got goosebumps hundred percent. Oh, that was so beautiful. And you're so right. It's so true. It's something that I need to be reminded of every day, which is why I wake up every morning with just a little bit of grounding. I, I usually like to sit for at least five minutes, just quietly, if my kids will let me, and just reflect on that, right? Like just wake up and be grateful first thing in the morning and just try to, you know, be aware of the things, you know, that pop into your head that we often, you know, want to complain about or whatever it is, right? And just, you know, trying to be more present and more compassionate with yourself and mm-hmm. then just showing up in the way that makes you feel your absolute best. Yeah, that's all That's all we can do. That's really what it is because because there's always going to be the days that our kids have temper tantrums and, you know, we, our self-confidence dwindles or, you know, things just don't go our way or whatever. There's always like the, the ups and downs and all arounds, but if we can anchor ourselves um, in just this knowing that I'm doing the right thing, or I'm following, I'm following the breadcrumbs along the way. That's all that matters. It's just all adding up. Um, it's a really, it's a really grounding and and beautiful way of looking at it. At least that's helped me personally too. So yeah, I love that. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. And I actually forgot to mention at the beginning of this, we're going to, we're going to put this podcast episode, not only on, on the Empowered Essence podcast, but we're also going to be putting it on, um, Christy's podcast as well. And so currently it's called Imperfect Creatrix. Um, but she's going through a, a brand transitioning, but I'm excited for this podcast to be on, on her podcast as well. Um, so that, that you can hear it from multiple sources, because I love sharing these stories and these journeys for everyone. Yeah, absolutely. I can't wait to, to yeah, just to share this message message. Um, I'll say it again. Yeah. I just feel like connecting is just so important having these meaningful conversations and sharing them with the people that need to find them. And I just really appreciate your time and and for having me on today. It really means a lot to me. That's awesome. So how, how can people reach out to you? Uh, So probably the best way to connect with me would just be either through the podcast or through Instagram. So my Instagram handle is at mama to H and B. So H as in Hendrix for my son and B as in Beatrix for my daughter and um, yeah, Imperfect Creatrix, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Again, there'll be a rebrand happening soon, but that's okay. You'll still be able to find me even if you just type in my name, Christy uh, Simons. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I hope you have a lovely day and we'll talk soon. Thank you.
Thank you so much for showing up today and for taking the time to listen to another episode. If any part of this episode resonated with you, I would greatly appreciate if you would share it with somebody else who may need to hear it too. Please don't forget to be brave, to trust yourself, and when you're ready, take action. Thank you.